personal agency, that we have responsibility, that we can make decisions with intention and that they, you know, they shape our lives, they shape the next thing that happens to us and people around us. I'm not dismissing that. But I like this idea of, of seeing what happens when you're not being so forceful about the outcome. You're not being so forceful on things have to go my way or this is how it should go because I've worked so hard or I've put so much thought and planning into this and that and the other. Well, and it seems that in our conversation on the untethered soul that this has really been serving you well, kind of this new appreciation for letting go and not having, you know, such tough expectations or like trying to determine every single outcome. There's a lot of freedom in that, right? Hey friends, it's Nicole and Kate, your girls from across the globe, Sydney, Australia, and Puerto Rico to be exact, and we're so excited to be sharing this time with you. I'm Kate. And I'm Nicole, and welcome back to another Candid Conversation with us. Each week, we bring you a new conversation about a topic that we can relate to. We share our own experiences and thoughts in the hopes that you'll realize that one, you're not alone, and two, that open and honest convos can lead to awesome discoveries, shifts in perspectives, and energy to move ahead with confidence. Because that's what real friends do. They provide love, support, and space for one another to share without judgment, speak without hesitation, and to learn from each other, even when we don't agree. And with that, let's dive in. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Kate. I don't know what I was doing there with my arms. <laughs> Just waving them around. Waving them Little around. Little Friday morning spirit spirit hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 7 a.m. Waking myself up. Uh-huh. Had a li- we had a pretty solid pre-chat today, so get you a little warmed up there and yeah. ready to dive into our amazing topics for today. Yes, we've got quite uh, quite the episode topics today. We do. So friends, I know we've mentioned this before, but we record two back-to-back episodes. So when we say episode topics for today, we really mean our recording day. For you, it's this episode and the next episode. <laughs> we just got so much to talk about that we can't hold ourselves back. Oh my goodness. I feel, well, yeah. I mean, even before we dove into this episode, I feel like both of us could have just kept talking and catching up and sharing updates. And (laughs) we talked about maybe in the next few weeks here doing just an update episode where we can do that because I think it's fun to kind of share what's going on in our worlds. And there's always lessons that we're pulling from that. So hopefully it helps our friends as well. All right. But for today, today's topic is all about whether we believe that everything happens for a reason. And this is a bit of a follow-up to a recent episode, episode 102, where we dove into a conversation on fate versus destiny, and we snuck in a little free will into that conversation as well. We snuck a lot into that conversation, actually. (laughs) But uh, in that episode, we found ourselves questioning so much. We talked about luck, opportunity, an interplay of choices, circumstances, external forces, So during that episode, when I was listening back to the edit, I'm like, huh, we mentioned a lot of things that we wanted to follow up on. And one of those follow ups that we're doing in today's episode is the question, does everything happen for a reason? 
So Nicole, when preparing for this episode, you mentioned a book that you recently read from your good friend, Michael A. Singer, who's also the author of The Untethered Soul, which we recently discussed on an episode. My recent and obsession. Yes, I've been going yes. on and on about those books and this book. <laughs> but this book that you shared was not the untethered soul. It's called the surrender experiment. Mm -hmm. We're also going to bring be bringing that into our conversation today because it's very intertwined with this question of does everything happen for a reason? So I'm excited to get to that. But before we do that, I am interested to hear from you. Do you believe that everything happens for a reason? I want to say yes. It just seems very, not very thoughtful to just say, sure, everything happens for a reason. Um, so I'm glad we're going to be chatting about this because I think sometimes people might be in a conversation, they might be sharing uh, something that's going on and then the other person will say, oh, you know, everything happens for a reason. And it can be, it could be a little bit, not inconsiderate, but a bit dismissive, huh? a little bit dismissive or you know, you might be just trying to make the person feel better. So I think it's this statement, a question or an idea that gets thrown around a lot. But I want to kind of explore it a little bit with you because I can say yes in, in one way, like, sure, everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. And that can be comforting in many ways. Yeah. And I think that's maybe the spirit that somebody would say to someone who's maybe going through a tough time or something's happened to them and they're, you know, they're venting, they're sharing. And then the other person will say, yeah, everything happens for a reason. It can provide a little bit of comfort. So I think you mentioned and we'll get to, you know, Michael A. Singer's book and The Untethered Soul and all of the ideas that I picked up from there. And when I picked up the idea that if we believe that we're not in control, that nothing that happens in our life is really uh, a result of something we're controlling, then sure, I could say, yeah, everything happens for a reason and it's a comforting thought. But I'll just yeah, stop I'm there. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> what, about, what about you? I'm excited to get into the book and kind of the ideas that he presents there. And I know we've got a good excerpt here where he kind of talks about this idea I thought it was really interesting to think of it in those terms because it's bringing that kind of, I guess, philosophy back into the equation that we talked about in the fate versus destiny episode. Because, yeah, it's easy to say, oh, yeah, everything happens for a reason as a way to, you know, comfort yourself or to give meaning to a situation that you otherwise can't really make sense of. I mean, I think I find myself using it probably most readily in those situations <laughs> right. where I'm trying to explain something that really there is no explanation for. Maybe more like a negative experience, whereas maybe a positive experience we feel or we might attribute more a sense of I I made that happen to our actions yeah huh <laughs> that's an interesting thought I can definitely see where it personally I've used it that way for sure and I was thinking about it on my walk today you know how do I really feel about this I was kind of trying to maybe dig a, la a layer deeper than oh yeah sure I've used this term before and, and I actually did get to thinking that I believe everything happens for a reason. And 
I believe that a lot of what happens in our life is a result of our actions. So when you say everything happens for a reason, that reason, it could be kind of this spiritual Mm -hmm. thing, which I kind of took that from Michael A. Singer's Mm -hmm. talking about it. Yeah. And for the most part, that is kind of how I've always thought about that. Like it's something bigger than us Mm -hmm. that is the reason. But what if that reason wasn't just that? What if that reason is, (laughs) back to your point, something that you've done, you know, an action that you've taken is the reason why something has happened. Okay. So yeah, interesting to kind of look at it in from both from both perspectives. I hadn't thought about it that way. So it happens for a reason that you're self-accountable or response, not accountable, but you're taking responsibility for in that sense. Maybe the decisions you've made, you'll say, okay, well, this has led to this because of other things that I have decided or other things that I have uh, put into play in my life. Hmm. Yeah. And then that took me back to our fate versus destiny conversation, (laughs) which was what that conversation was all about. Like, is this happening because it was just predestined to Mm -hmm. be that way? Or is this happening because of actions that I've taken or choices that I've made? Right. Because do you think most people think when they hear this, they're thinking about the higher power, the higher intelligence, the otherworldly unknown? You think that's... Yes. Which is why I think it's interesting the way you've... Yeah, I think so. Which is why what you just said made me think, huh, hang on a second. Hadn't thought about it that way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I hadn't either until I thought of it on my walk today. (laughs) Look at that. Okay. So I want to hear about this book. Tell us more about the perspective from the surrender experiment and how this kind of tied in for you okay wow so right so it's the same author as the untethered soul he wrote the untethered soul before the surrender experiment i think the untethered soul came out like in 2007 the surrender experiment came out in 2015 and i would say that those two books the untethered soul is more the philosophy and the theory of those ideas that we've discussed before letting go being present uh you know, I don't want to just reduce it to a couple of ideas, but I'll just say that like the untethered soul is more the theory. And then the surrender experiment is how he applied that philosophy in his life and what happened. And essentially when he made the decision to let life take over, let life be in control, let those unknown forces be in control versus his own personal preferences, his choices, his intentions, his, you know, decisions based on likes and dislikes, all these things unfolded, all these events led him to the next thing, the next thing, and the next thing. And he shares like all of those things. And it's pretty wild. Like it almost seems like what, how on earth did that happen? I mean, I'm assuming he's a proponent of this. Like these are all good things that have happened in his life as a result of him kind of saying, okay, life, you take over, you're in charge. I do not have a say in all of this. Mm -hmm. I have, I don't have control in all of this. I'm just going to go with it. Kind of go with the the flow. Go with the flow. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Okay. Um, To say that good things happen. I mean, without spoiling it, 
he ends up in a court case, like the United States government against Michael A. Singer. Oh, and this whoa. is this is someone who, in his twenties, decided to build a little cabin in the woods and meditate and live a life, a very simple life mm-hmm. of just meditation, yoga, and then he ends up running a, a you know multi billion dollar company. This is how like when it starts in, in you know at the beginning where he's this very hippie, go with the flow type of a character not asking much from the world and then he ends up running a multi-billion dollar corporation that whole journey in between it's fascinating and it's yeah and the way he explains it is like every time there was a decision to be made he went back to being fully present not allowing his like to make the choice for him he put it as like what is being asked of me right now and hmm. it's a little bit vague. Um, we may have to give some examples. Well, yeah, you you had kind of picked out like a bit from a chapter at the start of the book where he, I think, sums up a lot of this quite well. Do you want to share that? Right. So, the pre- yeah, the premise of the book, I think, explains in this excerpt explains uh, the concept quite well. Life rarely unfolds exactly as we want it to. And if we stop and think about it, that makes perfect sense. The scope of life is universal. And the fact that we are not actually in control of life's events should be self-evident. The universe has been around for 13.8 billion years. And the processes that determine the flow of life around us did not begin when we were born, nor will they end when we die. This is kind of like I'm not the center of the world type thing, right? The center of the universe. (laughs) Right. There's a lot of other things going on. (laughs) They happened before we were here and they're going to continue once we're not here. Yes. He continues, what manifests in front of us at any given moment is actually something truly extraordinary. It is the end result of all the forces that have been interacting together for billions of years. We are not responsible for even the tiniest fraction of what is manifesting around us. Nonetheless, we walk around constantly trying to control and determine what will happen in our lives. No wonder there's so much tension, anxiety and fear. Each of us actually believes that things should be the way we want them, instead of being the natural result of all the forces of creation. See, so I, I've read this so over and over and over again to because I feel like I kind of like different points stand out uh-huh. each time I read it. And I'm trying to just like put it into the context of our conversation. And I have this problem with it being just like too big of a thought. Like, of course, we don't have control over the natural forces Mm -hmm. and the 13.8 billion years that came before us and what comes after us. But does that mean that we don't have control over like something that's happening in our life today? That's where I struggle. Mm. Yeah, it's a big idea. It's a big idea. Mm. I think so you're saying, of course, like it, it sounds like, yes, of course, like you're saying, it's self-evident. Like, come on, guys, the earth's been spinning around all this time. Everything that's come into being like you had nothing to do with it. So why would you think that everything you do is going to play out in a way that fits your perfect life plan when there's all these other things happening? Well, what resonates here is this idea of the tension and the anxiety. If we really did just let go. Like to your point that 
you're saying, well, does that mean nothing that I do with intention matters? I don't think it's saying that. I don't think it's saying that just because you have intention behind something or thoughtfulness of what you're going to do or decision that you're going to make, it doesn't mean that it doesn't matter. It just means that I think it just means that it's okay if it doesn't go the way you planned and that you should Mm. be okay with that, which is, I think, which is a really hard idea to grasp. And maybe, you know, the answer to the question, does everything happen for a reason? Maybe in that case, the answer is yes, it happens for a reason and you shouldn't worry about it and just, you know, not look on the bright side, but not get caught up in maybe not get caught up in, you know, why did this happen? How did this happen? Just move on. Yeah. I was just thinking of like the explaining part of it, of like us wanting to make sense of everything Mm -hmm. and in trying to make sense of things or trying to explain everything that happens, we create so much of that tension and that anxiety and that fear when that's not necessary. Yeah. And like, Honestly, it is a big idea and it's, it challenges that, that I guess it challenges maybe the concept of like having goals and chasing after dreams and being intentional about making things happen in your world. From the book, it's not that you become passive and you just let life happen to you and you don't respond to things maybe that are like, I don't know, injustices or things that mm-hmm. you feel like are wrong. It's, it's not that it's not that you just become this passive. Oh, well, you know, I'll just go with the flow. It's more that you don't resist and constantly try and make everything fit your own individual little plan. Mm -hmm. It allows you to be more open, but it also allows you to make decisions with a clearer mind. Because if you think about everything you're facing every day, it's one decision after another If you're constantly latching on and thinking, I'm going to make these decisions based on the way I want things to go and my personal preferences, are you being very like present? Are you being very clear minded? I think this was kind of the Mm. other big idea that was really, oh, okay. If I start to let go of all the things that, that I think like, oh, I want this thing to go this way because I believe it should go like this. Maybe I'm not being open to... I'm not being open to the present. I'm not being open to listening. I'm not being open to seeing things in another way, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah. So in that respect, it is just that, right? It's a big idea and it's meant to live up here, (laughs) (laughs) not like in our head, right? Mm. It lives kind of like around us, not not in our daily actions of, like you said, we believe strongly in a cause and we're going to work really hard towards that. It's not negating that or Mm. saying, don't do that. It's bigger than that. Yeah. Mm. And which makes sense because just the same way that we try and explain everything and we need a reason for (laughs) everything, we also tend to take ideas like this that aren't meant to be brought into like (laughs) a real world scenario. Like, wait a second, the action that I took today actually did make a difference in my workday or in my life or in what's going to happen tonight. It's not meant to apply to that specific scenario today. It's meant to apply to 
it almost kind of seems, and given the title of the book, The Surrender Experiment, this is kind of like a life choice, right? Mm -hmm. It's not just like a... It's a whole life philosophy. Mm -hmm. It's like a a whole life philosophy of doing your best. He talks about this, like you still do your best in every situation, you know, you give you give whatever it is that you're committing to your all, but you're not so tied to some result, some mm-hmm. sort of desired outcome. That it has to be this way. Yeah. And when something's asked of you that or something comes into your world, it's like, oh, I don't want to do that. Why? Ask why. Why not do that thing and see what happens? And the whole mm-hmm. book is like when he just stopped resisting and saying well why i'm gonna not do that because i don't want to do that i'm gonna do this instead when he stopped doing that incredible things happened like incredible things happened i like the word experiment in the title because it's like why don't we try an alternative because i guess what disproves this idea is that we go around trying to control everything and how's that worked out for us Maybe ask yourself that question. Like, how's it worked out for you? Yeah. In some cases. I love asking that question. Right? (laughs) So maybe an alternative way to operate might end up, you know, resulting in some surprises. Yeah. Well, this sounds like another great read, perhaps one that I will have to be adding to my immediately next reading list. Um, because I really did enjoy his writing and his perspective and the way that he explained things in The Untethered Soul. And it sounds like this book coming eight years later, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think you said, eight years, yeah. um, that it would be really interesting to kind of see the differences between the two or, or as you said, maybe see how he pulls from The Untethered Soul and... Uh, puts that into practice in in this one yeah it's the practical application Mm -hmm. Hmm, so (laughs) philosophy is hard isn't it i've always wanted to study and you know when i was at uni i was like oh i wonder what it would be like to study philosophy i was kind of intrigued but i never i never took any classes Um, me too i actually felt that way as well there's a lot of like theory books that i read for english lit (laughs) that i was like hmm wonder what these guys were really thinking, these Plato's and Aristotle's. And <laughs> so, I mean, given everything that we've just chatted mm-hmm. about, what do you think? Okay, so I guess this is all kind of leading towards everything happening for a reason, right? So the answer being yes, <laughs> everything yeah. does happen for a reason. <laughs> um, I think so. I think right now, you know, I'm fresh out of reading these books and being introduced to these ideas that I hadn't thought about before, this idea of just letting go and this idea of not having so much control. It's not like I don't believe that we have personal agency, that we have responsibility, that we can make decisions with intention and that they you know, they shape our lives, they shape the next thing that happens to us and people around us. I'm not dismissing that. But I like this idea of of seeing what happens when you're not being so forceful about the outcome. You're not being so forceful on things have to go my way or this is how mm. it should go because I've worked so hard or I've put so much 
thought and planning into this and that and the other. Well, and it seems that in our conversation on the untethered soul that this has really been serving you well, kind of this new appreciation for letting go and not having, you know, such tough expectations or like trying to determine every single outcome. There's a lot of freedom in that, right? Mm -hmm. In letting go. There is. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think if you had to answer the question, do you think it happens for a reason? Is it more like this external force or is it more like it happens for a reason because of my decisions and... Yeah. Back to my thought on my walk. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that I do believe that everything happens for a reason. I've kind of actually felt this way for a long time. I've been using that for a long time, but I think given our conversation that I'll be able to use it much more intentionally because I believe everything happens for a reason on a bigger scale, just the same way that we were talking about Michael Singer's ideas is like, there's kind of this bigger picture idea that everything happens for a reason. And that's being guided by forces totally out of our control. And we surrender to those things happening. And that's the way that it is. And I also think on that human brain level of our day-to-day things that that reason could be something other than, you know, those Mm -hmm. external forces. So it's really just another way of saying what you said. It's not negating that our actions mean something and that they do determine that certain things that happen in our lives. And I believe that we can have this attitude or this philosophy that, if we surrender to the fact that we don't have control over everything and that the universe is way bigger than us and everything that's happening around us is way bigger than us, that everything happens for a reason and we don't need to have control over that. So it's a bit of a balance, isn't it, too? There can be a bit of a a middle ground of that might just be my way of trying to control it and explain it though. So, <laughs> Oh, I love doing I, I... philosophy at seven thirty AM in the morning with you, Kate. <laughs> it's just... You poor thing. We should, we have a couple doozy episodes today for you, given that it's Friday morning. <laughs> Nothing really gets my brain fired up than a philosophical question to start the day. <laughs> Well, I, for one, really enjoyed this conversation with you and appreciate you again bringing another great book onto our radar. Friends, check it out. The Surrender Experiment by Michael A. Singer. We'll go ahead and link that up in the description of today's episode. And as we close out today's chat on whether everything happens for a reason, we hope that you've picked up a thing or two you can carry with you today and perhaps ponder now and moving forward to give you that extra boost of confidence and support when you need it most and friends if this episode gave you something to think about and you enjoyed it let us know please leave us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast if you have a friend in mind who might also enjoy our chats share the podcast with them too send them to canrelatepodcast.com or have them search nicole and kate can relate on their favorite podcast app until next time